0: Good morning. This is Stoner Chicks, the podcast for stoners by Stoner Chicks. We're having an in-person wake and bake. My name is Kayla Teal. I am here in person.
1: Stephanie Thompson. This is Grace Penzel. And this is Phoebe Richards. And we are coming live from my place in Georgetown all together. Frankie the Cat's here too.
2: Yeah, this is our in-person. Wow. Wow incredible thanks for being here everybody this is our in-person wake and bake recording Heck yeah we have had the we called it the stoner Chicksmas sleepover and we're ready to bring you some entertainment for your friday
1: and you know what i have some cool folks i want to shout out really quick because we have new patrons over on patreon so let's do a rousing greeting to (laughs) Katie W.
2: Thank you, Katie W. (laughs) Always need an air horn. We've got the air horn. We have
1: to use it. Couldn't do it without you, Katie. And also Samantha from Michigan. Thank you, Samantha. Thank you so much. Thank you for your
2: your support. Patreon.com slash donor chicks. Lots of good stuff. There on patreon.com slash donor chicks. It's mm-hmm. an incredible place to be. <laughs> we have, um, for as little as $3 a month, bonus episodes. We have multiple bonus episodes that come
1: out if you want to pay a little bit more. You want to pay even a little more. You can watch our smoke breaks. That's right. The camera's even rolling during our smoke breaks yeah. and we <laughs> hang out and we get more real.
2: Yeah. And other cool benefits. And we will have a Zoom smoke sesh once a month over there. So yeah, check it out. Patreon.com slash donor chicks. It really keeps us going and we appreciate you guys so much.
0: And it's time to smoke. I have not smoked yet today. Okay. And we have a Gorilla Cookies joint by Falcana just ready and rearing to go, which is such a treat. Stephanie put
1: I'm already smoked, so I feel selfish starting. I can start. Okay. Girls. Well, when look at it's
2: lit for you, Phoebe. <laughs> yeah. Steph is lighting this joint that she gave to Phoebe in the spirit of the holidays. Of course, it's January where you are. So welcome to the new year, babies.
0: We have been celebrating Chicksmas the last 24 hours and we opened some beautiful mail from listeners. We got an awesome Christmas card from Natasha and her partner and they had a litter of puppies this year and we just have all the best puppy photos.
2: Yeah, we got a whole bunch of wonderful things sent to us from listeners. And that includes some friendship bracelets that were made by Catherine. Thank you so much. You, Catherine. Yeah. Okay.
1: She made us so many unique friendship bracelets and we sat down and picked out the ones for each of us, split them evenly, divided the colors. It was yeah. So fun. We did
0: like a friendship bracelet draft. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> did there's some like stoner chicks, deep cuts. Yeah. I got yeah. bracelets. Broccoli
2: broads and weed. So thank you, Catherine. And then, Melissa made a beautiful handmade cannabis card that's painted and has pen drawing on it. It It's a nice watercolor. And also some Lisa Frank stickers, which we love. Mm -hmm. And then we got adorable tea towels from Vicky. Oh my God, Vicky, the tea towel. Cannabis tea towels with little ladybug buttons on them. And they're amazing. I'm gonna have to not put them out in my kitchen because there's a puppy at my house that would just to shred so I put it high
0: enough yeah and plus we
2: got to see for the first time in person stickers from both Kathy Calamity and Annette and both in Wisconsin right
0: well Kathy Calamity wrote that she's the premier campy demon stoner queen of lacrosse Wisconsin (laughs) so if you're out in Wisconsin near lacrosse check out Kathy Calamity her Instagram handle is at Kathy Calamity with K's And the stickers are amazing. She seems so fun.
1: Yes. And then our good, good friend, Annette, who's been with us since the beginning. Mm -hmm. Love you, Annette.
2: Gave us some beautiful stickers.
1: We're feeling very loved and appreciated, which is the best we can ask. Obviously, you're hearing this. We're a little ways into January. But if you just think back, you can remember us in this time.
0: Opening gifts and feeling merry. It's been almost three years since we've been doing this podcast. Our three-year anniversary is nigh. Wow, that's fucking crazy. I don't know if
2: I, it's too early in the morning to consider the passage of time to that extent. You no, know, <laughs> though, we've all
1: smoked now. Yeah, we have and all it's smoked. never too early for some high thoughts. It isn't at all.
2: got a short one
0: for you guys it's from aj oh, thank you. sent AJ. through instagram i feel like aj is the top name of people who listen to this podcast there's several aj's yes there's at least three aj's i know of that are closely i think if we had a name cloud that that would definitely rise the- yeah so which aj is this to no way to know no way they to have know. it
2: because full disclosure uh, stephanie's not very good with technology so that's true nice people in our stoner chick's Production department, forward me emails <laughs> from Instagram. <laughs> okay, so no specifics then. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mystery AJ. We love you. So this is a high thought. Stoners are scientists because they are making a reaction causing coughing. <laughs> there we go. Uh-oh. Grace, being <laughs> a scientist right there. I think I understand. It's like we're adding heat, right? To a flower that creates a chemical that we inhale and it creates a reaction in our lungs. Yeah I mean, it's medicine. so adding smoke to our lungs creates the reaction of us coughing, certainly yeah. <laughs> Science, science. There medicine is science.: Yeah. What are other things that are like stoner
0: science? Think about a bong. It's like a, be- a glass beaker yeah with water that you add into the mix to create a different reaction. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, just engineering in general, like creating different things to
2: smoke out of. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking more like, like tearing off the corner of the bag to get at the last of the weed or like stoner science, like heating up the pipe with your lighter so you can scrape the resin out better or
0: that sort of yeah
2: there's like redneck engineering. We can call it stoner engineering.
0: I mean, <laughs> look at knife hits.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Oh,
0: well. yes. That's
1: my most scientific self. <laughs> Phoebe at her most scientific. Peak science. Yeah, I was peak science when I was a total mess in college. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, man. It's so wonderful to actually be able to like sit here with you guys and do this. It
1: is. Thanks for the high thought, AJ. Thank, Thank you for letting the high a, little, a. a little convo.
2: Well, are we moving on to the main seg? Yeah, the big, the big seg segment. Take us there, Stephanie.
1: All right. Well, New
2: Year, New Seg. New Year, New Seg. And uh, this one is kind of harebrained, but I'm calling this. Just try and stump me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just try and stump me.
1: Stump, stump, stump.
0: Just try and stump me. And then like a
1: little piano.
2: oh my god how does it happen that every time listeners we were talking once again this morning about which of the little women each of us would be.
1: Every time we're together in person, you're we Beth. end up talking about and little women. And you're always Beth. And as it I'm was, Beth. Were, it's like I said that when you were cold in my... Ba- it's like you reminded me of Beth at the... When they take her to the ocean to try to cure her.
0: Yeah, Grace, you're Beth undoubtedly. Like we, didn't spend, we didn't spend more than one minute talking about that. Wait, we've done this before? We've assigned Little Women to ourselves? Just that. No, just
1: that. I remember exactly. It was, we were recording, live recording downstairs and Grace was covered in blankets. And we said that I was like being rolled to the
2: seashore.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And it made me think of that scene in the Greta Gerwig's Little Women where... Joe takes that Beth, When Beth's she's just dying. Like, yeah. So, and having to be like, you know, you'll be like, keep
2: writing when I'm gone. And Joe's like, don't say that. I know we're in a segment, but then sound off
1: real quick because we did discuss this off mic. Who are the rest of you? Is Phoebe, you're... Well, in this telling earlier, I'm Meg, which is literally the most boring woman, but of the littles.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's just because you're you're in contrast to most zoo over here. Yes. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Stephanie's Joe. Stephanie's Joe. Stephanie's, Stephanie's Joe, Joe, the best character. And
1: Kayla's Amy, the next best character.
0: Oh, thanks.
1: I, know we were. Yeah. <laughs> I think in general, I think Joe Lauren... and Amy are the most interesting, but Beth has sort of the martyr sweetness and Meg's boring.
2: Who does Emma Watson
1: in the 90s Meg? version? Oh, Emma Watson in the 90s version. Who Who does does Meg Meg in the the 90s version? Oh, right. I forget the actress's name. She was in The Frighteners. Michael J. Fox. Yeah, she has like Curly. And then I think she was on...
2: I guess it speaks to how important that character is to you that you don't know who plays
0: them. She's good. She was an actress at that time. I think Florence Pugh is amazing as Amy. That was, I think, what cemented Florence Pugh in my heart. Like, I'd seen her in a couple things, but then I was like, oh, my God. She brought Amy to life. Oh, my God. Can we have a sidebar?
2: Sidebar. Sidebar. What do we call the thing where it's buzzed feed? Is that Florence Pugh... Obviously, it's for some jewelry company. I don't even know what it is. Mm-hmm. But did an ad campaign that's like permanent jewelry with her best friend, her like male best friend. And, th- and she's like, we've been friends together for 15 years. So like, let's get friendship bracelets oh. that are permanent jewelry. Okay, I want to say,
1: so technically, you just took us into a new, this, a new segment. So now it's BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed. Fame. Fame. Fortune. Fortune. Deceit.
2: Buzzfeed, allure, Allure.
1: gossip, deceit. A
2: buzzfeed.
1: (laughs) Buzzfeed.
2: So now that I've talked about how much Florence Pugh values friendship and that we love her forever, let's hop back out one level in this inception train of Awake and Bake and go back to the level of, what's it called? Just try and stump me. Just try and stump me. Just try and stump just, me. <laughs> just just go ahead and try. So <laughs> the premise of this harebrained idea is we each decided we picked our own subject that we think we are experts in. And then the three of the other three chose one question to try and stump us. So there's three questions per subject that everyone has
0: mm. picked. Who wants to go first? Oh, my gosh. I'm excited. Let's start with Grace.
2: Yes. My topic that I'm an expert in that I think is the show Friends. We had to pick something that we feel pretty solid in, and it just happens to be the thing that I feel like I fucking know the best. I love it. For my adolescence. Yes. So,
1: so yeah. Okay. I, I'll begin. Great. So, let's see here. I'm uh, This could be a question that sort of has several parts, but can you tell me mm-hmm. how many of... When I say Friends cast, I mean the six of them. Yes. How many of the Friends characters in the show has Rachel kissed? Rachel? Details, if extra, extra points if you can, like, A, give me info on those kisses and or anything about episodes.
2: Oh, fuck. Oh, my God, Phoebe. Okay, Rachel has kissed. I'm pretty sure it's only two. Is that right?
0: No. (gasps) I can help. I can might be able to supplement some. But why don't you go through? There's obvious ones.
2: Okay. Well, the obvious one is Ross. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And because they dated on and off, and then in the end ended up together, and which I hate, <laughs> but that's another story. And then the other one is Joey. Right.
1: And she dated him, right?
2: No, they like tried, they like fell in love and then tried one date. And then she psychologically couldn't handle it and kept slapping his hand away when he would like try to like feel her up. Mm-hmm. So she, did she kiss Phoebe? Yes. When? On the show?
0: Or it's alluded to? Do you remember, Kayla, when she kissed Phoebe? Um, no, I don't remember the exact moment. I just do know that most of the characters have kissed most of the characters in the show. She kissed Phoebe on the one with Rachel's
1: big kiss.
2: Oh, oh, I know, I know, I know. Yes, it's because, of course, how could I forget? It's the episode... That was the biphobia one that I've talked about before. Cause Winona Ryder and Rachel were sorority sisters together and in college at a luau party had kissed and Winona Ryder wound up having feelings for her. And so in an episode, Rachel tried to brag that she had kissed a girl and Phoebe's like, I don't believe you and doesn't believe Rachel that Mm. she kissed Winona Ryder. And then Winona Ryder shows up and is like, Turns out has been obsessed with Rachel all of these years, mm-hmm. and then Phoebe kisses her at the end and says, "Just wanted to see what the big deal was." was.
1: Yeah okay, so that leaves Chandler and Monica. has she kissed them? And do no, you know she has not kissed either of them I think she's wrong.
0: <gasps> yeah, I think she may have kissed both of them yes oh, she has oh gosh, she's, kissed all, of them. she's yes. kissed all
1: of them she kissed Chandler in a flashback episode oh shit no it was an alternate reality episode okay alternate reality and she kissed Monica off screen but it's how they got their apartment back
0: yeah I know I was like they, they made were- out for the boys right that's the deal I think so. Yeah, so I think that's how they get
1: their apartment back. So, the answer is Rachel has kissed and every I'm cast wrong. member. So, someone else try you to see if you can me. also stump her. Oh, we
2: got Grace has been stumped once. I'm not just eliminated, so this is just going to be me showing I mean, my we ass. could. I guess we could. Positive. No, no, it's okay. okay. No, it's okay. It's I didn't okay. figure out the rules for this. Yeah. <laughs> also, <laughs> we just okay. This might be something where we all stump each other on every single subject. We don't know how it's going to We gonna don't go. know how it's going to go. So, my question for you, I, I pulled a couple, but which one do I want? What store does Phoebe hate? <laughs> Pottery Barn. Yes.
1: Yay. Yay. Good job,
2: Grace. Really good job. <laughs> Can you tell me, I when I saw that question, I was like, why does she hate Pottery Barn? There's a whole episode around it because it represents like consumerism and manufacturing. Mm-hmm. Like everything is the same. Everyone winds up having the same mm. things and nothing has personality. And she would much rather go and get her stuff at a flea market. But then Rachel starts, pretend, starts buying things at Pottery Barn and pretending that she got them at a flea market and telling <laughs> Phoebe crazy stories about it. But then they go over to Ross's house and Ross has the same apothecary table that they have. And so <laughs> Ross has to pretend that he got sheets at a flea market. And Phoebe's like, come on, spring for some things, Ross. For sheets at a flea market? Anyway, <laughs> so, but then it turns out that Phoebe loves po- all of the Pottery Barn stuff. Got it. So at the end of the day, Phoebe really loves the Pottery
1: Barn, but she hates Pottery Barn. You're forgetting to do the sound effects. Thank
0: you. Good <laughs> job,
2: Grace. That <laughs> okay. Was a one. Kayla tries to stump me, and then we'll go into a smoke break. Okay, Grace.
0: Who sang the Friends theme song? The Rock Contours? No. The re- Remembrance? The Rem, Rem, <laughs>
2: the Rememory, the Memories. The, the, the what, it does it start with an R? No. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, well, you stumped me. Well, who is it? They're called Why Everyone Left. What? Oh, oh. Terrible name for a band. I know. I feel like I've never heard this band name
1: before in my life. Yeah, me neither. Boo. They're just most famous for a clap known around the world as
0: friends. (laughs) I'll be there for you. Can you imagine having a song that widely listened to and no one knows who you are? Still no one gives a shit who you are.
2: So I did uh, show off some impressive Friends useless trivia. No, you did a very good job. Thank you. And with that, I think I need a smoke break. Let's take a smoke break. Please. Okay. Okay.
0: Welcome back, stoners, from the
1: smoke <laughs> break. We're here seeing if we can stump each other.
0: And Kayla has something to say. I have a wrong Z, I need to make right Z's.
1: Yes, do it, Kayla. I,
0: Grace was right. The Remembrance sing. <laughs> The Friends theme song. I think you should apologize. I owe you a huge apology, Grace. <laughs> making you look a fool just now. I think you
1: also need to make an apology to the Remembrance. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did. Yeah, we called them a terrible... We said, that's a horrible band name. If one you... of
0: you have a fourth cousin who's in the Remembrance,
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry. of them we're sorry. On, yeah, what on, is
0: our six degrees of Kevin Bacon from the
1: Remembrance? <laughs> we could probably find it. Which also means that, Grace, you got two of those questions correct. Wow, that's impressive. So
0: grace i just have you ever been on this wb studio tour of all the friends stuff like they have the fountain they have the when you come to visit me we should go because it's five minutes away like we could we could
2: walk there i would do that with you and yeah i would do that with you would you like cosplay with me Of course. I love to cosplay. I think if there was like anything that I would ever cosplay for, it would be a friend's thing. I think that's so funny.
1: What would you dress as? I don't fucking know. Oh, Put a turkey
2: on your head? Oh my God, that would be (laughs) so funny. Yeah. That would be a fake turkey.
1: I'm I know, I know, grow. but I would laugh if you put a real turkey on your head. What if I put
2: a real turkey carcass on my head and watch the WB
1: <laughs> studios
2: in like 90 degree weather just <laughs> with a little hat and giant sunglasses? And I was just shimmying my tits. <laughs> Shiner's hat. Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: All righty. Who okay, are we stumping next? I'll go. Yeah, okay, let's do Phoebe. Go. All right. Feeding. The... the I chose that I feel like I know a lot about is the film, the 1991 film directed by Ridley Scott, Thelma and Louise, starring Susan Sarandon and Gina Davis. I feel this has been talked about in different elements of this podcast. So if you're a real listener, you know, but went to a lot of movies as a kid, saw Thelma and Louise in the theater four times. Wow. Age of 10, I guess I was when that came out. It was very, very pivotal. It was my favorite movie for a very long time. And I've seen it a lot. So we'll see how this goes.
0: This is your parent trap.
1: <laughs> I guess.
2: Okay. And I kind of want to smoke more. Is it okay if we light up another? Yeah, room? yeah light let's up.
1: light up the car joint or your joint. The car joint? She found that in her car. She doesn't well, know where it's from. Ooh, the it. it was set where Nick want, leaves me joints. So I, I want a mystery Not joint. that I smoke in my car.
2: So <laughs> you might get that, Phoebe, I'll go first with my stumping question. Great. Thanks, Stephanie. It smells and, so bad. You can get this. There's multiple answers. If you just get one, I'm giving you. So okay. That you got it. Okay? okay. My question is name the pair of actresses considered for this part prior to settling on Gina Davis and Susan Sarandon. Pretty and sure I talked multiple. about this on this podcast.
1: Have we? I'm pretty sure I did. It was. If you named us one, but there's. Shelley Long. Three. No, Lily Tomlin. Diane Keaton. What was the question? Goldie <laughs> Hahn who
2: was considered for the part. I swear oh. I said that... Oh, a... Goldie Hawn is correct.
1: But not Diane Keaton? Mm-mm. Okay, Goldie Hawn. Melanie Griffith? No. We're gonna be eaten like Diane
2: Keaton. Sorry, this is not a... I feel bad about this question. It's not a plot-based question. I don't
1: the think movie. there was any rules. There was no rules. I mean, it is casting, which is pretty outside of... And this is not just like... Casting considerations, but also people that considered it. No, I remember it was Goldie were, Hawn and someone. I did. I talked about that on this podcast, which is why it's funny. It's Goldie Hawn and, and someone else were yeah. considered as one of the pairs. Okay,
2: well. Well, you I got, got a half that. right. You who was the other right. one? It's Goldie Hawn and Meryl Streep. But then they decided to do Death Becomes Her instead. Right. Okay. And then there's also Michelle Pfeiffer and Jodie Foster were considered. Whoa. Also, the Callie uh, Curry who wrote the screenplay envisioned Holly Is that your Hunter. question? Yeah. I knew oh. that. I did know oh, that. Oh, the Holly Hunter and Frances McDormand. I had oh, a bad the name, name of the screenwriter. Oh, the screenwriter. Oh, sorry. That's okay. That's okay. okay. I knew her name. But also Meryl Streep
1: was also considered paired with Cher.
0: Oh my oh,
1: wow. god. Well, they made the right choice. Well, you yeah, know what this did.
0: just highlights is how men how little roles there were for women at that time. They were all competing yeah. for the same fucking pair in the same movie. Oh, man. Any of those would have been epic. I listened to a whole podcast episode about Thelma and
2: Louise in preparation for this. And uh-huh. I really want to watch it with you, Phoebe.
1: Oh, I would love to. I watched it with our friend, Trisha, who had never seen it in the last year or two. And it was, we like held hands and we were like wow. cheering together. Wow. It was really nice. She really liked it. Yeah. Awesome. Like I've she... seen it before.
0: Yeah. yeah. I have not. Oh, my God. We should watch it. Oh, too. my God.
1: Okay. Well, <laughs> anyway, that's Kayla. On to you. Stump me.
0: Okay. How, how do you say the Callie creator's Corey? name? Callie Corey also created which modern TV series? Oh, you guys really didn't go into like the movie stuff. Um, um,
1: no, it's okay. I'm sure when you tell me I'll know, but I don't know. She
0: created Nashville. Cool. The show Nashville that <laughs> is very popular. Great. Do you want a different one? I have another one. <laughs> I don't know. It's also about Callie Corey though. Okay.
1: Don't really know a lot about it. I know she was the one Oscar that was won for this film for Best Original Screenplay.
0: Well, this is more Thelma and Louise focused. She was inspired to write Thelma and Louise while producing music videos for which famous rock icon? Oh, that's a good question. Aerosmith? Close. I it's, don't know. I mean, I don't know if this is close. <laughs> Alice Cooper. It's kind of close. It's kind of close. Yeah. So she was, a before she made her own movie, she was a producer for music videos, like rock music videos. And something about Alice Cooper inspired her to write Thelma and Louise. Okay. Hmm. But I wouldn't know what to put together there because I've never seen Thelma and Louise. I
1: don't think Alice Cooper probably. I don't
0: know that that's true. I was listening to a podcast that was
2: talking about her like, Driving through canyons out west. Yeah. And, like, thinking about like being on the road with a friend. and oh my God, I need to, th- we really got to
0: fact check these things. <laughs> Especially since I've never
2: seen
1: the movie.
0: Yeah. Okay. Oh my God. It's okay, Kayla. Okay,
1: well, I'm stumped by these last questions in a way because they're stumped that. Okay, I'm curious <laughs> if you know the answer to my question, Great. Phoebe. Moving on. Do
2: you know there was an alternate ending for the movie that Ridley Scott pushed for, but Callie Curry pushed back and made it so it didn't happen, but there was a different way that it was spoilers that Ridley Scott wanted it. You know
1: what happens in the end, right, Kayla? I
0: did read online when I was researching for this, how the alternate ending thing. Yeah. So
1: you know what happens in the real ending, I mean. Yeah.
0: So I think, I actually don't know the answer to this, I'll be
1: honest. So, good job, y'all. But I could have told you anything you asked about the movie. (laughs) (laughs) They die at the end, so I'm assuming that the alternative one was that they get away. And I feel like it maybe had something to do with the Brad Pitt character, but I could be wrong. No. So,
2: Uh I mean, one, there actually was a version where it showed their car like coming up on the other Mm. side, and apparently it tested really poorly with audiences. Yeah, because that makes no sense. But, and it's a terrible fake out. But before they even got to that point, Ridley Scott had wanted an ending where Louise pushes Thelma from the car at the last
1: minute. And so oh, Thel- would Thelma gets sense. to survive. But not be quite Get same. away. Yeah. And then Louise. Yeah. Dies. I do feel, personally, I feel that would sort of take away from the entire yeah, exactly. um, message and point of the movie. Exactly.
2: Yeah, but it was really fun to research this
1: one. So thank you, Phoebe. You're welcome. Who's next? Stephanie?
2: To me? Yes. Yeah. Hey, just full disclosure, I picked subject that has 12 seasons, four made for TV movies, 264 episodes and a lot of. <laughs> but I chose murder. She
1: wrote. Great, yeah. right. I got the first question. OK, go for it. Uh, is there an episode? And if so, what is it where no one dies? No one's murdered. Oh, I
2: think th- there is an episode. No one dies or no one's murdered. Murdered. Okay, I think there are at least one episode where Jessica Fletcher figures out it's not a murder, that it was an accident. So they accidentally died. And that is my answer.
1: The one I was thinking of, and actually, so this is the. Ah! <laughs> well, this might be a problem with it's hard. Murder Shrew is a hard one because it's old enough that there's not quite the same, like, easy to find information on yes. it to fact check. And so it was hard. But I actually think this might be the one where no one dies. Oh. It is Season 9, Episode 9, and it's, I think, the only Christmas episode. (gasps) Oh! And they have it. Mm -hmm. Murder, She Wrote, A Christmas Secret came out in 1992, and I believe it's the one where no one dies. It turns out she thinks it's like her nephew or her nephew's in trouble, but then maybe it turns out no one actually died.
2: Yeah, I think it's. I don't like this episode because also her nephew is one of the most annoying. Grady, I think is a stupid little, (laughs) stupid little name. Mm -hmm. But her nephew.
1: (laughs) That's why it's a Christmas miracle. Yeah, he doesn't. I think I remember that because I don't like him. But
0: yeah. Okay. I got that one wrong. Okay. Who's going to stump her next? All right. My turn. Okay. Stephanie, when Murder, She Wrote premiered season one, episode one, Mm -hmm. what age was Angela Lansbury? Her actual age or Jessica Fletcher's age in the show? I think her actual age, but if you know the other, I'll. I'd also like to know.
2: I, I'm gonna say she was like 58. Yes, correct. Whoa! Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> I literally pulled that number out of my nice. My, my Good job, my little bum. It.
0: That's. So, I just think it's so cool. She had such a big hit series role like start in her late 50s. And it was 1984 and that show ran up until the
2: 2000s, essentially. That's
0: awesome. Yeah. What a badass. All right.
2: So my question for you, this is from season one of Murder, she wrote in an episode called Death Takes a Curtain Call. Mm -hmm. My question is, J.B. Fletcher is the name of her books, right? That's her author, her pen name. Oh, yes. okay. Mm-hmm. And then what's her name? Jessica Fletcher. Oh, so she's Jessica Fletcher. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Okay. Anyway.
0: Does she do J.B. Fletcher? So she sounds like not a woman? hmm Wow. That's wild that authors have done that for hundreds of years.
2: But it's funny, like, everyone knows when they, they're like, oh,
1: J.B. Fletcher. Like, they know her.
0: Yeah. Anyway. If you know, you know. But
1: they didn't, when she started, they didn't. No. And that's when she did it.
0: Right. You have to lie to get cred.
1: So anyway, in this episode, (laughs) Jessica Fletcher is
2: allowed to tag along in the investigation of a murder of a KGB officer. Mm -hmm. Why is she allowed to be a part of this investigation? Is that the one with the Russian ballet dancers? Yes. Oh. Okay. She's allowed to be in this investigation because, oh my God, do they stay at her fricking apartment? Yes. In New York City? Yes. Oh my God. I think that's why? No, it's not. It's close. It's close. Okay. You I can bet tell you me. Can. Okay. Okay. Ah. It says, luckily, the surviving KGB officer happens to be a big fan of J.B. Fletcher oh my mysteries.
1: Oh, of course it was. Yeah. Let's her tag along <laughs> yeah, in the
0: investigation. Is he surprised that she's a woman?
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> Get off the feminist soapbox.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can I do a 60-second box right now?
2: <laughs> and that was from an article from Vulture called 15 Essential Episodes of Murder, She Wrote. "Cool, That's a great Amazing. episode, actually. I've seen that. More than, I've seen every episode at least twice. The Christmas one one
1: sucks. That I've only seen that one like once. Because I I came across that because I was doing my research. And there was some lady that makes YouTube videos of reviews of different episodes. And she talked about that one. And even she said, this is maybe the most forgettable episode there is. (sighs) And is it your turn? Did you already grill her? Yeah, Yeah, that's what we're just talking about. Oh, oh. Yeah, so now we have Kayla left.
0: All right. Kayla,
1: what'd you pick? My topic is Miss... Taylor Swift. Ooh, I can begin again. All Great. right. Okay. So, Kayla, this is sort of an essay answer, oh but God, I want scared. you to oh explain to me and then at the end your opinion, but explain to me, break down why Taylor Swift would perhaps
0: hate Kim Kardashian and that whole drama. Sure. Well, it all starts... <laughs> <laughs> when with the Kanye West incident, mm-hmm. Kanye West just fully traumatizing her on national television. What year was that? I want to say 2010. 2009. It's 2009, the year I graduated high school. And that was a big deal because she was a huge Kanye West fan, Taylor. Aww. And she was just like, she heard people booing. In the crowd, Mm -hmm. and she thought they were booing her, but they were booing Kanye. Right. She's like, she was like 18, right? She's like 18, 19, and just like fully just traumatized when she wins her first big award, like that she's earned. So then later down the line, Kanye West is married to Kim Kardashian, and Kanye West writes a song that references Taylor very directly. It's about how he, the lyrics say, like, he has sex with her or he would have sex with her. I think it's like I might still have sex with Taylor Swift, Swift. because I made that bitch famous. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Grace's face. I know. So it was pretty... He calls her a bitch, a eh? And he... Because uh, he made her famous. What? Why? Because he made her famous, even though she was the one winning a huge award yeah, on her own MTV accord. Music Award? I think it was the VMAs? a VMAs. VMAs. Yeah, yeah VMA, or Grammys. VMAs. Or Grammys. No, oh, no, it was at the VMAs. VMAs, yeah, I think yeah. you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So... He called her on the phone as a courtesy before he... what year is this? Like 2018? Um, 2018, 2019. Yeah. And so Kim films him calling Taylor on speaker for for (laughs) proof or whatever. It's fucked up. Yeah. And apparently, I can't remember exactly what happens in the uncut version of the video, but Taylor's not okay with it. But then in the end, is like, tells him that. And then is like, well, thank you for calling me. That's like really nice of you to like run this by me. Without just releasing it or whatever. But that's the only part of the call that Kim cuts out the part where Taylor Swift says she's not okay with the (gasps) lyric. And then when the song comes out, it's unedited. He made no changes after talking to her.
2: Oh, my God.
0: So she hears the uncut version come out uh, with the rest of the world. And then she gets mad that he left in the part. So she's mad. Her fans are mad. Oh, my God. And Kim releases the cut version of the video that just shows Taylor saying thank you for the courtesy call. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Like making it look like this was a friendly conversation. We got permission from her to do this. So Kim's trying to save his ass while they're still together. Right. So she's not fed up with his bullshit yet at this point in time. Kim. And so anyway, Kim tried to lie to make him look good, save face and at Taylor's total detriment. And Taylor had like a year and a half of depression after this happened because the entire public turned on Taylor and right. were like, she's annoying. Like all her press just changed to wow. this bitch is annoying and petty and a liar. Wow. Holy so shit. her like good girl and her whole life, she's been like a good girl. Well, she like, that's liked her whole, him.
1: She was a fan of him. I know. Yeah. It's mean. Yeah, the whole conversation did eventually get released. And I think Taylor has sort of tried to say she's wants to just not be associated anymore as much as possible and doesn't want to talk about it anymore yeah. wants to move on from all that. Wow. She did just talk about it in her Time article. Yeah, My final just little at the end of the essay question, you did a great job, I fully say you passed, <laughs> is just in your opinion, do you think Taylor has truly put the past in the past or do you think that deep down Kim Kardashian is her enemy for life?
0: I think that she's I don't know as of right now it's enemy for life but I could see as they age and as Kim continues to distance herself from Kanye I could see Taylor just for the sake of women supporting women putting that in the past and giving Kim one more chance but she doesn't owe her anything and Taylor's a petty person and I like that about her applause you get applause yes good job Yay. Well, okay next step should be me. Yeah, sure. Should be. Okay. I know very little
2: about Taylor Swift yeah, at all. Too. And so everything's new to me. So this <laughs> might be a totally, uh, Stephanie, but I didn't know this. Taylor Swift wrote a song for Rihanna.
0: Yes, she did. What's the name of the song? Oh my God. It's one of her big ones. Ooh. No. No, do the heartbeat. <laughs> heartbeat. Heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> Can you, I need my hands. high brain can't conjure any Rihanna okay. songs right now. Uh, it's the Calvin Harris one. It's the one Rihanna featuring Calvin Harris. Yeah. We found
2: love in a hopeless place. This is just say
0: it. I need hey to hear babe, it, to it. This is this what is you, what came, you for. came for. Lightning strikes every time she moves. Yeah, so Taylor Swift was dating Calvin Harris at that time, and they were. Calvin? Talking. Calvin (laughs) Harris, the DJ. And so they were fucking around with music stuff because they're fucking. And sometimes they just be fucking and beautiful music would happen. Well, a pop star and a DJ date. They start making mixing shit. So they're mixing (laughs) shit. And then I think Taylor decided to give that song away and not do it herself or something. Or Rihanna picked it up first. Yeah. There's actually some of Taylor's vocals from the original recording. There's a recording of Taylor Swift doing this song out there. So, but They kept in, they looped her into the harmonies. So Taylor Swift's voice is actually on that Rihanna song.
1: Mm, That's hot gossip. Thank you.
0: And I think that Taylor used a pseudonym in the writing credits, so she didn't want any attention for it. Hmm.
2: Everybody's watching her, but she's looking at you.
1: Anyway, Grace. Gotta see. Well, we did stump her. You stumped her? You stumped
0: ah! Who? I stumped hey, Kayla. She stumped me. I oh. couldn't think of the song. You couldn't think of the song. And
2: I'm sorry. I just look, I'm going with the flow here. I am a water running around a rock in a river. So <laughs> m- I don't know that much about Taylor either. So what I did yesterday was I looked up Taylor Swift trivia on YouTube and came up with a wild YouTube video from Quiz Delivery <laughs> that was published. <laughs> In August fifth of this year, and the person narrating this video has the strongest Eastern European accent. So I'm going to read these two questions that you probably know the answer to all very easily in the style of this quiz. Here we go. Can you tell me the name of the movie where Taylor performed two of her songs? Performed them herself. Two of her songs were performed for this movie. I don't know. That's right. My favorite Hannah
0: Montana movie. <laughs> Wait, really? Yes. The, She's in the Hannah Montana movie? The Hannah Montana movie. I didn't know this. Say it. The Hannah Montana movie? What?
1: Oh, is that the title of the movie?
0: I guess. Yeah. I didn't know this at all.
1: Okay.
2: <laughs> and then the, my other question is, what is the middle name of Taylor Swift? Oh. I guess I should have presented this information in the form of the... They gave me multiple choices, but I thought... I'm going to just make
0: a guess. Nicole. No. (laughs) Taylor Allison Swift. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. (laughs) That was in my brain at some point in time.
2: (laughs) But I learned much about very famous singer, songwriter Taylor Swift. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Great. Thanks, guys. That was fun. Thanks, Stephanie. Great great activity. We all have a little bit of cursory knowledge of the things we thought we were experts in.
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Alright, well now that we've stumped each other I'm feeling a little hungry. Mm, are you? Yeah, we've smoked the entire joint to our faces. We so. waked and
2: baked or woke and boke as we've said before. And <laughs> now it's time to have a little snack with weed
0: When the weed hits your eyes like you've had too much pie, weed a
2: When you get really high and throw shit into a pie, we today on Wheat A in under 60 seconds, hopefully, I'm going to make for you waffles with a cream cheese cinnamon drizzle and strawberries. This sounds fancy. Oh yes. It's probably too fancy. My suggestion would be to make this. I have fresh strawberries here, but if I were to to suggest doing it at home in the most accessible way, it would be to have frozen berries in your freezer so that you can just stick those in the microwave, heat them up real good. Agreed. But today I have fresh strawberries. Hmm. I have whipped cream cheese that is room temperature. I have cinnamon sugar. And Vans Gluten-Free Waffles. So Thank you. <laughs> you're welcome. Kayla can eat it. So first I'm going to put pop the in waffles the in the toaster on low. low. And Very excited. We actually we'll have not eaten today. There. today so. And while the waffles are in the toaster, and I'm doing this all with one hand, you're going to want to dump a good amount of sugar in with your cream cheese. I'm going to... Could you hold the microphone to my mouth. Phoebe is
1: now a microphone holder.
2: (laughs) All right. You're going to want to mix the sugar. I added too much sugar.
1: You're going to want to be a common problem in this segment for you, Grace. The cinnamon sugar (laughs) in with the whipped cream cheese. Did you Mm. whip that cream cheese
2: yourself? No, I got, I bought whipped cream cheese from the grocery store. you whip it up a little? I didn't whip it up a little. It was pre, <laughs> pre-whipped, but now I am whipping it together with a spoon. You're, you're moving the microphone away from my mouth. Okay. <laughs> you're like, I'm like slowly moving to the left. Perfect. Okay. So now this human is being. all mixed together. This is going to be the drizzle. Actually, it was the perfect amount. Oh my God. She's pushing the microphone into my face. Okay. Thank you, Phoebe. And then... <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to lick this <laughs> off my hand. Ooh, oh, we got a pop on the waffle. We got a pop on the waffle. Waffle pop. Now, they're still a little soft and wiggly, so you're going to yeah, want to... These
0: need to be toasted to shit. That's why I was like, 60 seconds is not enough. Do a second cycle. We're putting the it toaster down again. Frozen. Is there a frozen button? And while... You should press it. Oh. Oops. Yeah. I didn't press the frozen button before. Thank you. Gluten-free bread is like, you got to heat it up to get it good or else it's rubber. Oh, I didn't know. Okay. Sorry, everyone. (laughs) No,
2: this is good. So, Phoebe's going to hold the microphone. Sure. Last time I got a lot of complaints. (laughs) Well, just do it right. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay. So, I have the strawberries in a bowl and a fork, and I'm just going to try to mash the strawberries, which isn't working.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. Kayla, are, you do keep moving back. I will admit, my arm is very extended. Okay, now. okay, okay. I'm finding, I'm finding. The back. This is oh, our now you're f- bringing it low. <laughs> Why is oh, this so later. hard? <laughs> bringing it really, really low. <laughs> and I'm mashing it. I thing. suddenly feel like I'm on Robotussin.
0: <laughs> Did we have Wake and Scissor? What was in wake that? Wake and Scissor? What? Where were you, Scissor. Kayla? That call. Oh, that's what Robitussin <laughs> is, isn't it? So. Sur- oh
2: mixed with no it's codeine scissor is codeine cough syrup gotcha forgive me i.e. lean forgive me yeah we don't want anything to do with that personally okay so now that (laughs) your now that your strawberry is uh loosely mashed Mm, mashed strawberry your gluten-free waffles are toasted to shit i feel like a baby (laughs) you're going to carefully extrude Extract.
1: Plan. <laughs> <laughs> Phoebe's coming to help. Phoebe's okay, coming to help. Take the waffle. Pull the waffles out
2: of. Oh, are they still pretty? They're pretty wobbly. Well, just do it anyway. Okay.
0: You need to toast them for like four minutes. Well, just calm. Calm down. We're at three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> do I put this on. Yeah. So no, no, no. I got it. I got it. Thank you, though. So then you,
2: yeah, take your cream cheese mixture, and you're gonna want to. Drizzle it or smear it all okay. over. Or slop it. Or slop, slop it, on it onto slop the waffle. Cream, sugar
1: cream cheese and strawberries. And then strawberries. you're going to
2: want to take your strawberries and delicately slop them onto
1: the <laughs> waffle. a lot of plopping going <laughs> on. No, There's a lot, a of, lot of delicate slopping and plopping.
2: <laughs> okay. And now, Kayla, do you want to take a picture of me with the final product?
1: Um, yes, of course. Why did not we get forks? I Why have a fork. Okay. We the two we We the two We're having a hard time. We're having a hard time taking a picture. We've definitely we're more on top of our Okay, records when we're not in person. <laughs> yeah, when we're not
2: in person this goes a lot <laughs> more kind of smoothly. Oh, okay, so <laughs> you can <laughs> stop the
0: timer if you already did. Okay, let's see where timer. we are in the How timer. How long did that take? <laughs> it took 4 minutes. Okay. Okay, <laughs> that's not so bad. No, it's not.
2: No, that's not so bad. And if you were had pre-planned or were using not gluten-free waffles, it would go a lot faster. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So now we're gonna try it, Kayla. Since you are the gluten-free queen, I would like you to take the first bite of this
0: beautiful concoction. I appreciate being the gluten-free queen, but I've been very bad. I had you saw Kayla how much cake ate ate I ate. Yesterday. Three
1: pieces of gluten <laughs> cake yesterday. We
2: did. We did a. <laughs> You know how you can get flights at wineries or breweries. We yeah. did a cake flight. Yes. Yeah, we
1: did. A they cake were full flights. slices, not, and they
2: they were uh, not small size
1: tasters.
2: Look at me, smile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, good. we're go- we're goofy we're listeners.
0: And- Kayla, what's your review? Yeah, what's your it's review? for all of us? This is better than any strawberry shortcake I've ever had.
2: All right, pass it on to Stephanie Ooh. when you're ready. And thank you, listeners, so much for listening to Stoner Chicks podcast. If you have a weed a recipe, that's a 60-second recipe with five ingredients or less. If you have a 60-second or less easy assembly, no-bake recipe, microwaves can be possible. You can send it to stonerchickspodcast at gmail.com. Oh, my God. That is so good, Grace. It was
0: so good. Oh, really good. The cream cheese frosting is amazing. Adding yeah. that cinnamon sugar, making it like, oh, that's... Hey, okay. Phoebe, will you tr- do you want to try it? Yep. I'm going to try it now. Okay. And while Phoebe's trying it, I'm going to say thank you for listening to Stoner Chicks podcast. If you like this episode, please take time to rate, <laughs> <laughs> to rate, to rate, review us on Apple or Spotify. It really helps us out. And if you leave a five star review, we will read it on the podcast, which we have a new one from KMV127. How is the
2: food? Good. Oh, yeah. Cream cheese is a little sugary for me. Okay, fair enough.
0: All right, Kay said, My new favorite, five stars. Been listening for a few weeks now and I'm already on episode one thirty four. Wow, that's amazing. Yes. Love wow, it. I, I really flew through it. I finally found my people. I'm a twenty seven year old. Oh, that's Phoebe and Grace's favorite number. Yes, it that really turns is. me on. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm a 27 year old canon mom that has zero friends. So listening to these lovely humans has definitely made my weeks better. Thank <gasps> God, we are very happy to be your friends. Okay. Yeah, we are your friends now.
1: Welcome. Mm, this is good. So <laughs> good, Grace, Grace is loving the treat she
2: made. And I can we call it something like waffles a la s- Stone Bay?
0: Sure, <laughs> Stone Bay. Yeah, B A E. D- oh, Stoned
2: Bay. I thought you were trying to say strawberries and uh, that could be just be Framboise's strawberries. and. But anyway, go ahead.
0: I love we'll you. workshop it. We'll workshop it. Uh, they went on to say, I have no idea what I'm going to do when I'm caught up besides catch up on Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Love you guys so much and keep on bringing us awesome content. And remember, SYW, smoke your weed. Yes, I went to listen to the only other podcast I've ever listened to and I've been listening to since 2018 and I instantly got annoyed when I heard their voices instead of (laughs) (laughs) y'all's. Pretty pretty sure I'm ruined for other pods now. Oh, Oh, man.
2: That review warms me so much inside of my (laughs) heart space. Thank you. Yeah, please write us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and see if what you have to say will turn Phoebe on.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And if you want to find more of us, you can visit our website, stonerchickspodcast.com, where you can find out about upcoming shows, sign up for our email list, buy merch, like our smoke your weed hats, and which I'm wearing right now. And, and smoke mugs, your weed mugs. Yeah. Which yeah. Stephanie's drinking out of right now. Yeah. Cute. And anyhow, Stephanie, what do stoner chicks always say? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Just try and stop me. <laughs> smoke your weed
0: smoke, smoke your weed. weed
2: stoner chicks podcast is hosted by me grace penzel stephanie thompson kayla teal and phoebe richards the show is edited by german at your podcast editor and the theme music is composed by jessica damari email us your high thoughts at stoner at gmail.com or send us snail mail at po box 80586 seattle washington 98108
0: Please follow us on social media at Stoner Chicks Podcast on Instagram or Broccoli Broads.